What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Slam Nest Podcast. I'm Superhero Joe on a solo date with my co-host, Ekis <laughs> Cole. Fuck yeah. Just us today. Here. Oh, oh man. Uh, we've been we've been away for, you know, we do these nice little breaks every now and then, I think, and I think it's good for the psyche. It's good for everyone to relax. Summertime's here. New games are coming out. New fucking music's coming out. Everyone's kind of getting it back into the flow. So appreciate everyone that listens and watches our videos. We are diligently working on getting some cool shit for you guys uh so our first topic of today i got to see lorna shore on last thursday it was pretty rad uh, so to be honest i i am a fan of lorna shore not so much a diehard you know i think i'm more or less i do appreciate the new boundaries that will's broken out we've talked about that before <laughs> to be honest though i really wanted to go see distant and distant was playing and they don't really do a lot of stuff over here in the states according to what they were talking about at the show Distant fucking blew the house out. Like, it was ridiculous. I got hit in the ribs so many fucking times during their pit. It was ridiculous. I, I, it was ungodly how heavy Distant fucking was. And it's one of those things that, like, you know, I think I've talked about it before on some of the earlier episodes that, like, oh, you know, you can listen to a band on, like, Spotify or whatever, and it's great. But hearing that shit live, oh, it's almost primal. It's almost primal, like, what... Oh yeah. What bands can fucking do when they really got shit going. And especially if the sound and everything is perfect, like on the, the venues end. Oh. Oh. Uh yeah, I would have never remembered him by name. But yeah, this thumbnail. This this the uh I think it's cursed. It's been yes. requested on stream like eighty times. Yeah, it's a fucking slapper. It's it's pretty hurt. It hurts. Uh, I've been in a I'm lot sure of pits. Did. I've been in beat down pits, I've been in push pits. Uh, I'd argue that was one of the worst pits I've ever been. I have bruises on my ribs. Like when I was doing the photo shoot today and I was like switching out clothes and shit. And I was like, fuck. boy. <laughs> I can't remember that being hit that much. Uh, I had a great time though. Uh, also shout out. We got to see Divisive. Smoke Signals was there. That was a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of good friends. Good times. And I haven't been to a show since I got to see August Burns Red and Like Muscle Flame, which was almost like two months ago. So it was nice to kind of get back. Summertime. Everyone's sweaty, small venue, everyone's crowd surfing, everybody's loving it. It, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, I do want to give props to Lorna Shore, too, though, because I think I told you guys last time we, we talked about it that uh, I wanted to see Will in action. The man does not disappoint when he's live, though. Like, hitting all the crazy gutturals and whatever the fuck you want to call it, this demonic growl. Shit was pretty spot on live. I was like, holy shit. And also... It's not often that you see a headlining band in our scene do encores. They came out and played another two or three songs, and and everyone was it was one of those one more song kind of chants. Like I've yeah. never, I don't never see that. Usually the headliner plays. You've never seen fucking, that. Not at a metal show. Not like a no, small venue kind of like local show. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. It's just not as common. I think at least not over here. When that, did that change? I don't know. Like, that that just used to be commonplace, like back in the day when I was still going to shows a lot. Maybe it depends on the the crowd and energy and all that. But I mean, I just didn't see it. I I don't see it often. I'll say that, like, not for our genre that we like. It's it's usually you know pop music or dad rock things like that. Like you'll see really good encores come out like that. Like, but I just I wouldn't expect. Maybe that. Tennessee just got the shit end of the stick because they always used to do that. Whoever was Maybe. headlining always used to come out and do an encore. But, At least one. I liked it. It was cool. I got excited. Like I said, I was a sweaty mess. I was bruised and battered. And uh, funny story with Marshall, I was telling you a little bit before, but he's, you know, he's a small guy. And just watching yeah. him crowd surf, 
fucking hilarious. Just he was where he always does this thing where he wants to go looking like a dad, so he wears a button up shirt and like mm-hmm. swabs his hair back, fucking wearing the blue jeans and like the fucking I don't know whatever. And by the end of the night, his shirt is buttoned down, like open. He's just. Like Michael Jackson and like one of those music videos, just as he's getting carried, and he's so little, so everyone's right. just launching his ass. It's hilarious. Fucking How tall is he? Five three, maybe. No, four. Marshall Schwartz. Like five three is small. I'm, I'm six. I'm six two, and I think he comes up right to my shoulder. Oh, he's and, probably like five six or uh, I don't five, know, five. something like that. He's a little man. Five I don't know. three, dude. That's I, tiny. Okay, well then I might be wrong. five six. I don't know. I don't know measurements like that. But yeah, so he's a smaller dude. But it was just funny seeing him get fucking launched. It was great. Uh, oh. He did almost pass out during one of the sets too because he got so fucking hot. And I was like, "Are you serious, man? What are you doing? Yeah, like you ain't never been to a goddamn show before. <laughs> get it together." Yeah, I would think that he would know how to behave. Yeah, I think he, it, we hadn't been into a pit like that in forever, and it was like. You know, usually when it's a uh, you know like slam, it's, it's fucking summer too. So yeah, but I will say like this: usually a pit's pretty open, like so people can go in and they start you know throwing down or whatever. This was more like it was a lot smaller. And people were just pushing, and a lot of that was happening during most of these sets. Like there was no one slam dancing essentially. I guess what you would call it. Yeah, still never been in one of those. It's always yeah. been swinging. Yeah, and we didn't. There we wasn't a lot of that. Sounds fun though. It is. It, it was a lot of fun, but it's a lot hotter. Everyone's breathing heavy. Yeah. Everyone's sweaty. Everyone's slipping and sliding. It got bad to where yeah. people were just passing out waters, like $2 waters, and just fucking handing them out for free to people. It was crazy. Damn. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, shout out to all the bands that played. It was a lot of fun, and I made a lot of good friends. I made some connect- I got to hang out with uh, Lorna's drummer, too, and he's a very nice guy. And uh, actually said he knows some of my content, too. So uh, shout out to you, my guy. Uh, I got a photo of him. Nice. He's a cool dude. Onward to what might be a good movie. Take it away. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> Man, plot, plot still kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. It's going to be hard to be worse than the last Predator film. So at least it has that going for it. Like the last Predator film was fucking horrible. But uh, yeah, this one's called Prey. And the first teaser, you didn't get to see much. And it was kind of just like, yeah, I mean... I don't know, dude. And then they actually put out like the first legitimate trailer and it doesn't doesn't look bad, at least what they're doing with the Predator. Like the acting looks fucking horrible and you can tell it's low budget and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going straight to Hulu. So that should be your number one sign. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to be a film focused around acting or storyline or anything like that is what I'm looking for. Well, I think what all Predator fans are kind of looking for is them just to do the character justice. Uh, and it's no Predator film is like a great movie. No, in in a whole except the first one. That's it should be a good time at least. Yeah, we just wanted to yeah be a good time and be accurate and not totally fucking butcher everything that makes <laughs> Predator Predator. So um, yeah, what they're doing it looks very interesting. It looks very interesting. And the only problems, uh, I, I don't even know if I saw a problem with the actual Predator. There, it, there's just. You didn't get a lot of them. You got maybe like maybe 10 frames worth, I would argue. Yeah, I mean, but there's like stills and there's images and stuff. So there's some like there's some for a Predator fan. It's like it's big changes. But for, you know, just an average person who's like, yeah, I like Predator. You can't. I mean, you wouldn't. I don't think be able to pick up on that kind of small shit. But yeah, there's like the dreads are much thinner. It's a different kind of design. Um, 
and also like you know the mask that they're it's like a almost like a bone something it is right? yeah i think it's just i think it's like a bear skull or something that's cut kind of cool we, looking, I, I don't know I it, looks, will, it looks fucking sick yeah and it props. looks like the design of the predator is like it's super easy to fuck up and i you wouldn't think that it would be because you have such good source material but they all like studio adi i think were the ones who did uh alien versus predator uh-huh. and there was aspects of that that i liked but a bunch that i didn't which was like predators are supposed to be you know agile and fierce jump from yeah, from yeah fucking tree to tree and all that kind of stuff um but in avp they were like big fucking units bodybuilder <laughs> predators yeah which i th- i mean i thought was cool it's fine but i it like works. that they're kind of going yeah i like that they're going back to the roots with this one there's a there's a shot for the tv spot where he's like it's just like a silhouette shot uh from the back and he's in a cave and he looks fucking sick um so yeah i i think we'll get the action i don't think they'll fuck up the predator too bad uh but yeah it's definitely not going to be great acting or a good plot or mm, anything yeah. like that but I could care less about the plot myself. I yeah, do like I the setting. Fuck some shit up. I kind of like the setting uh, as it being a, you know, more of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More of a outdoorsy kind of thing, which sounds kind of redundant, but like, you know, lack of city, rural. I think that's the word, rural. Yeah, or, uh, I mean, it's always yeah. typically outdoors for a Predator film. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like the last couple movies have been modernized in such a way there's yeah there's no civilization it's the what is the the comanche uh indians i think it's comanches yeah so it's it's i'm cool with it being very bare bones very primal in a certain sense very uh you know yeah i'm I'm happy they explained the plasma caster thing too yeah uh what was the plasma caster thing they they mentioned it was just a worry for uh it's like the super nerds who are looking at it and like really like they've had this awesome technology forever and they haven't made any innovations at any point like he's always had a plasma caster even back then i don't know about that mm-hmm. turns out not a plasma caster it still has like the typical three dots. iconic three dot thing but it i don't know what it shoots but i think it's some sort of yeah. fucking crazy projectile like a knife or some shit i don't know that'd be cool but it, it looks sick it, it, they show a shot of it in the uh in the trailer and it's definitely not a plasma shot so that's like the super nerdy side of it yeah uh i i like i said i like how bare bones it is and i kind of like yeah. it's gonna be i think it's gonna be it's a nice change of pace because and i i, I want to stress this to everyone that listens to us we we shit on a lot of these reboots and talk bad about it. it's because we kind of care like we want these to be good i would love for this movie to be pretty solid maybe not 10 out of 10 material but i would love for this to be you know, a solid eight, maybe seven out of 10, something like that to where it's enjoyable and I will want to rewatch it. There's a reason some of the old horror movies or iconic, you know, characters are so rewatchable or so loved is because you know they're great and fantastic. But when you take these characters, a lot of it's nostalgia too. It's yeah. not that some of those movies, like you look back and you're like, these are horrible movies, but I love them because I saw them at this age or whatever. And it had this it's impact true. on me and all that stuff. So it doesn't have to be like the greatest movie ever. It's just as long as it's entertaining and they don't fuck shit up too bad. They got to capture, I'm, I'm fine with it. they got to capture that energy and that spirit. That's pretty much like, yeah. they, if, as long as they do that, I mean, I'm solid with it myself and I'll be okay because it's going straight to Hulu. So my hopes aren't high and maybe that'll give it more, you know, brownie points going into us watching it. But I, I honestly prefer it this way, not Hulu. I wish they would have chose something else, but I prefer it this way. Like, I don't I don't want to go to a theater anyway, so yeah. this is a win-win for me. I was kind of, I think my my hopes were really high for Texas Chainsaw because I was like, oh, cool, we're getting a new one. And then I think... Even, even after the trailer? No, but when I heard that they were making, you know, when you see just mm-hmm. the, the, the poster or whatever, I was really excited yeah. for it because 
Leatherface is a cool character, and it's one of the arguably like the original is truly a good movie and truly terrifying, in my opinion. I think that it's so unsettling. It's God. It's just I can't imagine being in that scenario myself, essentially. And some of these yeah. movies, you can be like, "Oh, this is obviously just hyper, whatever." But this was like that was like a real case, a real some real shit that happened. Well, it's based off of a, a real yeah, based off of it. Life. But it's, it, there's some context there. Like you can't say Mike Myers was based on the real events because there's well, a lot of people that are crazy and do this and that and the other. Yeah, to Same my knowledge, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. Yeah, but I was hopeful well, they, that and, they were going to do that and, right. And even them, like Jason Voorhees and Texas Chainsaw, they like Leatherface and Jason Voorhees. It's the same guy that they're talking about that they're taking the real shit from. Uh, it was a guy named Ed Gein. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he used to cut people's faces off and pack them with paper and use them as decoration. And he made lampshades and fucking weird uh, out of furniture, out of human bones and stuff. But he also had like this crazy relationship with his mom and kept her head in like some like cornered off a room at his house that they ended up finding when they were raiding him. Uh, and that was like the Jason thing with his mom. And mm -hmm. yeah, so they, a lot of that was inspired by Ed Gein. So, and it's not like, you know, there was no chainsaw involved. There wasn't some dude in Texas. It was like this. It was just like, it's tiny little things that they kind well, of isn't the Well, no, the house that, that was in Texas, that wasn't at the house where they, where, where they, they got him. Cause I, I've seen some of that footage. No. Isn't that like a real thing? No. That was a real thing. No. Damn it. My immersion. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I remember seeing like police. The same thing with the, the same thing with the strangers. I remember when that film came out, and everybody like it's a scary movie. It's yeah. a home invasion. People with masks like trying to fucking stab you. Like, mm -hmm. and, and they said like this is this is based on a true story, and everybody was like, oh shit! No, yeah. it wasn't. I mean, there's like tiny little things, of course, that they take out or take out like through history and, and try and implement it in the story, but it's definitely not about that specific case that. So I don't know. It's whenever people say that it's based on true events, like those events are so spread out so far away from each other. And it has almost nothing to do with the actual movie. They're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he did this when he was killing people. OK, well, we'll maybe we'll wait, make our killers well, do that or fuck. something. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think my hopes were really high for the Texas Chainsaw movie. And I'd argue for Scream, too, because there's a lot I love about the characters. And it, it's. I won't say I'm a diehard Predator fan or anything like that. I do enjoy the movies. I do enjoy the stuff. So I'm ho I'm hopeful. My, my 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 hopes are not that high, but you know I really hope that they do they do make a good movie and it's entertaining and I get to watch it later and be like, oh, this was pretty solid. I don't want to sit here and talk shit about it constantly. I'll probably point out some things, but you know that's not my goal. It's the same thing when you hear a band do some shit. It's not like I want to talk about. I want to be critical. If I want to be critical, I want to see the band do some cool shit. Yeah, we should just keep talking shit about the 2018 Predator movie. We can just talk shit about that Easy. for the rest of our lives. <laughs> but, we'll have uh, quite enough to talk about with that one. Uh, and then uh, finally on my radar, uh, we're because this episode is going to be a little shorter. We're, if you haven't noticed, we are missing some voices. Marshall just got yeah. done with a 24-hour stream, so we knew he was going to be out of it. Uh, and for some, I don't, again, I don't understand why he did it. He was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll just do another 24-hour. And it seemed like he was popping off, so proud of him uh and then dennis uh he did text me back he's doing his thing today uh helping out some family so we're, we're keeping this one a little short so i do want to end it sort of on this discussion because i think we have a lot to talk about i finally finished stranger things season four or this first part and i'm i i'm jonesing for july 1st to come around so i can finish it because it's i think this is the best season 
which I think is hard because I thought season three was incredible. I thought Billy was the coolest fucking character. And this season, they just did all these things I didn't expect them to do. The The runtime was incredible because I feel like I really got like what eight, nine hours worth of content, which was phenomenal just as a viewing experience. I like really long-winded, strong stories. I guess I wouldn't say long-winded too much, but when it, when it has some sustenance, I'm all about it. Uh, we got to see the killer. Also, if you don't want spoilers, what the fuck are you doing in here? <laughs> we got to see the killer early on. We got, we weren't like, there was no build up or no tease. It's just immediately like, fuck you, Chrissy. Like, it was just fun. It was so cool to me. And they, the whole split up of the, uh, the, the, the characters, and they did such a good job transitioning to each story. You like kind of pick up right where you live, leave off each episode. I thought they did that really well. Uh, I'm not really crazy about the whole Hopper and Russia thing, if I'm being honest. But aside from that, all the other stories, like uh, the the buyers over in California, the stuff going on with Eleven, the stuff happening in Hawkins, I loved every second of it. The Russia stuff was it had its moments, but wasn't my it wasn't my it was my least favorite. Aside from that, I think Vecna's possibly one of the coolest characters. The one of the, I'd argue he'd be he's up there with the Demogorgon as far as like just badass. I I just I fucking love it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, like it, the first time I heard of it, it was people were saying like, it's a horror show. And I saw it and I was like, I mean, it's just eighties nostalgia bait. Like there's nothing about it that was like horror oriented. It was still a, a good show. And uh, I think they had something special there with the, uh, with the casting, with the kids. And uh, they, it definitely showed through the screen and it was good writing and it was interesting. And, um yeah it's interesting that they chose like that story too because still not a lot of people know about that like the whole mk ultra thing and um mm-hmm. what happened with the cia and all that stuff so it was pretty interesting to kind of learn about that stuff and yeah it, it was good it just i didn't understand i didn't see many horror elements other than monster like there's nothing about else the be- about, talking about season one like when you started or season talk- yeah season one two and even season three because it's just like a big cg fucking spider looking thing yeah but this season has much more of a horror element and they actually like i, I feel like they were just it was kind of a waste like because they had so many opportunities to do something like legitimately scary uh and maybe it's i don't know maybe it was just a writing thing or the kids were too young and they didn't want to like traumatized yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know i mean the possibilities are endless but i'm glad that they actually decided to do something that's horror related um and yeah the kills are they're all the same but they're brutal uh the first episode th- you get it and i was like yeah bro <laughs> this is yeah. how we're starting it yeah and, and vecna is a and i like the the character design and oh uh, it, yeah. it is and like to me it just and i know they they were pretty meta fucking hate that word but they were you very don't. aware <laughs> i do i do it's a nice word that kind of explain people trying to do something that never works yeah. but uh other than that yeah i fucking hate the word but they were very aware of what they were doing and they mentioned you know the freddy krueger stuff throughout the whole season the whole part of the season and they had fucking robert england as a character that in was there. incredibly and, like it was such a nice touch like it was like hey yeah here you go here's a little treat baby like that was so cool so, i was like is that fucking robert england I got so hyped. I stood up in my couch. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's a good way to go about doing it. I'd like, I, the whole thing was just like, you know, like a dream sequence, dream sequence, sorry, in a, in a Nightmare on Elm Street film. 
uh, like the whole first part of the, the season. So I thought it was interesting. I, I don't know, like I said, doing the whole meta thing. I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. It's kind of annoying. That shit annoys me, but a lot of people love it. So I don't know. Mm. But it, it was interesting to see that kind of that take on it, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it's a lot more horror or oriented. And I thought, you know, the, all the most of the kids, like other than Dustin and Eleven and uh, the teenagers, like Steve and Nancy and, and all them, like they're fine. But most of the kids can't act worth shit. So I never really saw the appeal for them other than they were kids. Like they had kind of an excuse when they were kids. They were like cute. and No idea what happened to my camera. <laughs> and cuddly. But uh, yeah, as far as the acting goes with like the main cast, it's not that great. But like Robin and Steve and Nancy and Nancy's boyfriend. What's his name? Uh, John or Jonathan. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan, yeah. Like they're all actual like decent actors and actresses. Uh, but I yeah, think so the, too. The, the main group of kids, most of them are kind of ass. But yeah, I like Dustin and uh, Eleven does an okay job too. I, so yeah. the acting is eh. Millie, Millie Bobby Brown, I do like her her depiction of just straight terror, I think is incredible. Um, it just, it's really unsettling. And then I would say uh, on the other spectrum of it, Dustin, I think is just a huge comic relief. Funniest dude, in my opinion. But you believe him. Yeah, when he's when he's like, telling you like, oh, I think I have an idea. Like you're like, oh fuck, yeah. I want to hear this idea. But like when Mike talks, I'm like, I don't think it was. He wasn't always like you. that though. I remember. It, so to backtrack to season one through three, I think, I do think that Mike was a super strong because he was the leader of the gang, uh, and it was always fun to see him. You know, kind of rally everyone together, especially when it came to trying to find Will. Uh, trying to get everybody that's, together at the mall and like it was that's just writing though yeah and it, I it's think, not his performance it's just i do think that this is his weaker season um uh, it might be it, it could be because the story that they have written for him right now i don't think is super i don't know it, it it's not as in you know enticing because usually like in the other seasons he was like a sole factor when it came to trying to solve the problem now it's like he's you know he's with jonathan and then you you can't uh, you know, you can't do anything when you have Argyle like stoned out of his mind and being the fun. Like he Argyle stealing the show in that group. You know what I'm saying? Like he was Mike's one not of having the anything most to offer. Annoying new characters ever. He was pretty. He wasn't about it. It. I thought it was I funny. loved Eddie. Oh yeah, loved Eddie. Eddie. Oh my god, Eddie. I don't even get me started on him. I love Eddie. I think he's the, great. The scream in the first episode. Funny. Oh yeah. The D and D stuff. I loved like the theatrics of it. It was really cool. Uh and. His realization to where he's at right now, I thought, was a really solid, like, quick character progression. I loved that. And he's a, and he's a good actor. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Has he been in anything yeah. else? I, he looks so familiar. I don't know the actor's he, name. He does have a very familiar face. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else. Uh, the, as far as Vecna, too, uh, while we're speaking on actors, the actor that plays uh, Vecna yeah. and, and one in the show also did, uh, what was it, uh, was Sweeney it Todd. Uh, yeah. He did Sweeney Todd. He was in uh, the the Twilight series. Is one of the the, the bad guys. He's done the some other stuff. Guys, yeah, huh? yeah. Uh, and he's he's very phenomenal too. And his he's great. There's, yeah. there's like a personal, like there's something that happens to his face uh, towards the end. Like yeah. right when he gets his powers, like you see, it's like a thicker brow, or 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 they did something to kind of make him look like. I Mega don't mind. What the fuck he's having mean, my camera tonight? God damn. I think that might just be him with his abilities of how to like manipulate his fucking face. Like he's just, he's great. 
Yeah, yeah. He can look very terrifying and very innocent. Like he's got it all. Yeah, he's great. It was phenomenal. Uh, his character is just really cool. And uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to talk about? Uh, I think Max is probably my, one of my favorite characters this season. Uh, the whole sequence with Max. At the beginning, I was like, oh, fuck, Max is just going to be mad the entire time and blah, 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 or whatever. And it kind of got really emotional. That scene with her running is quite possibly like, oh, what the fuck is happening? My camera's like having a stroke again. I've had nothing but camera issues lately. Apologies. All right, I'm just going to run it like this. Uh, Max, I think, is one of the best characters, too. Because it's, it's fucking having a stroke right now. <laughs> uh, you can pause it and edit it or whatever. If you want to get it figured out. I'm not in a crazy rush. I got a little bit of time. Bet. Okay, cool. Camera issue solved. All right, apologies. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, Max is my favorite character, I think. Well, one of my favorite characters this season. Just that scene alone... The Kate Bush song, the whole thing with like it was just really solid. I don't know. I felt I felt a ton of emotion through this whole season. I don't know how it is when you watch stuff. I don't know if you get emotionally invested in stuff just because every time I talk to you, you're very stoic, very fuck you. I'm on everything's uncool except me. That's not fair. Like I was I was thinking about this. Like, the is there a day movie that'll like, make you cry? Sure. Yeah. If there's I just like can't a picture, it's <laughs> so funny. No, I I cried like a fucking bitch in peter jackson's king kong dude if it has anything to do with an animal okay that I'm, makes I'm, sense i'm wrecked i'm fucking wrecked humans die what the fuck ever dude i don't give two shits <laughs> marley and me fucking, <laughs> yeah dude all same shit that's same fair shit. it's like that yeah if anything that has to do with like a, an animal yeah I'm, I'm fucking i'm wrecked i am legend was was probably one of the biggest yeah when me. they killed sam I, yep that Oh, to this day, about to break some shit. I don't own a lot of DVDs as much as I used to, or any collector editions. I have one specific collector edition. It's the I Am Legend, like it has like Doctor Neville's notes in it, and has all these little extra things, and it's got like a photo mm -hmm. of Sam, and it's this really cool big box set. It's somewhere over there, somewhere. But that that, that movie was. It's still to this day probably one of my favorite movies. I, I, I it's it still stands up too. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, this is still a really good fucking movie. I don't like what they've done yeah. with the the. I think the alternate ending really fucked up everybody's head. It was a good little alternate ending, but uh. yeah, I can't look at anything with Will and Jada Smith or their fucking Satanist offspring anymore and not have that affect my view. <laughs> That's fair. I try to I try to go into it blind because like I'll look at another movie. I know we're still talking about Stranger Things, but I'll bring this up. Like Pursuit of Happiness. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Beautiful. That it's it. I think it's situations that'll get me teary. Like to where, I, obviously, animals. I, I do have a soft spot, but there's a lot of movies that like just. Like, Fuck, man, this is hard. I can't get through this. And, yeah, and like I, happiness was one where I was like, this is brutal to watch. Like them sleeping in the bathroom and all that really fucked me up. Yeah, oh. like the the King Kong one. That's one that I actually like a tear ran down my face. But most of the time, when it's when that kind of stuff happens, I just get you know teary-eyed and choked up a little bit i don't actually cry i'm trying to think of like the last time that even you, that happened do you have a tell when you're about to cry like a when for, for me like uh tave knows this too because we've watched a thousand movies together but if i feel like i'm gonna start crying i'll reach for my drink and be like <laughs> try to drink something <laughs> i need to distract my brain like don't cry you bitch <laughs> no i don't think i have a tell I, that's I my so. she and then she'll look at me like you're crying huh <laughs> no Drink my yeah, drink. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, maybe mm -hmm. like this. Yeah, 
That's a good something because I'm usually laying down, so yeah. I don't know something like that. Uh, but yeah, Maybe. Stranger this season, that scene specifically, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like this because I really didn't know what they were gonna do. I thought they were gonna kill Max. I was a hundred percent. I had convinced myself that if she wasn't gonna get killed, she was gonna get fucked up some kind of way because of the stuff that nah. happened with Billy. Then nah, she's they got, do that she shit. Had some plot armor for sure. Then two episodes later, or maybe it was an episode later, they throw Steve in that shit, and they end the episode with him getting eaten up. And I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna kill Steve!" Nah, somebody is going to face. die in this next little nah. part two, though. Somebody is not gonna sure. make it sure. out of the group. Yeah, I don't I think, think it'll be I the think, kids. I think Steve's probably my favorite character. I, I love Steve. I did not like him in season one because obviously he was a dick and he was made to be the bad guy. But and towards the end, you end up liking him. Uh, but, but that's one of the reasons why we like him so much now. Yeah, he really came his, around. His character arc was great. You should watch. Uh, I like watching the GQ interviews with some of the actors. I see a lot of people do it every now and then, where like they'll uh, talk about their favorite scenes or talk about their more, most iconic, you know, roles. I'm sure you've probably seen him on YouTube and stuff before. But he talks about like, hey, they didn't really write anything for me in the first season outside of being a dick, and then I kind of just brought it up, like, hey, what if we did this? And he kind of shaped Steve into the character. Uh, he is now, which is really fucking cool. I love that that little change of making him friends with like Dustin is changed the whole structure of where he was gonna yeah. go to this season. Made him the babysitter. Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see that specific interview, but I I saw one with the the Duffer brothers, the writers. Yeah, uh, and they said that that's kind of how the process has always been with Stranger Things. Like they have an idea, but it progresses throughout the filming and. And uh, from season to season, and they always change stuff. And, you know, if they like something or it gets good reception or it makes sense for the story or they develop a good relationship with an actor, they'll, they'll always find a way to kind of put that in the in the storyline. So that is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I, a smart way to do it, too. I agree. I I, I love that Steve is, is where he is now. And I really thought they were going to kill him right there. I, I was convinced. But they probably will. They probably will kill Steve because that's going to that's going to hurt the most. So if, if I had yeah. a guess, probably Steve. He's got the most weight. When it comes to like fandom, and I think that would yeah. be uh, in on par with like what they did with Glenn and The Walking Dead and stuff. Like it was a fan favorite. I didn't watch it that wow. far. Yeah, but, well, yeah, I, I remember it, when that happened. It was a big like social media frenzy, and a lot of people stopped watching the show afterwards. But they're finna end the show, so I guess they kind of really? do whatever the fuck. took them this long to end it. Jesus, no, fuck no, no. Well, yeah, well, I think you think Walking Dead is ending. I was talking about Stranger Things. Like, they're if they kill Steve, oh. they'd be like, uh huh. Well, the yeah, show's over anyway. Stop making that fucking show, Jesus Christ! It's oh, dead. I'm over it. Leave yeah. it alone. They've killed so many characters <laughs> that it's not even worth it at this point. But I mean, they they should have ended it a long time ago. The graphic oh, novels, yeah. were way shorter compared yeah. to what they got going on now. But yeah, uh, I'm excited um, for it, season two of or not season two. Uh, part Wars. two. So I haven't started anything. I so here's my my Star Wars thing. Okay, I'm I'm a fan. We talked a little bit about this, I think, on a previous mm -hmm. episode. I'm a fan too. I'm not a diehard. I think some of it's Me cool. Neither. I I'd say maybe when the pandemic started, I finally sat down and watched the new trilogy because I just never got around to it. I was still Marvel fanboy, so I was all into the Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed enjoyed the Force Awakens a little bit. There's parts of it I didn't like. More or less, I just like how it was shot. I like the snowy scenes. I like the space stuff. I like how it looks. I think their CGI and all that's fantastic. I think it looks great. Uh, the What's the second movie? Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi and then Rise of Skywalker. Last Jedi I liked a lot. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that really? one. That's, I, that's one that everybody hated. I enjoy, Well, again, I'm not 
I enjoyed it enough to. Yeah, you were watching it from a perspective of somebody who's not a diehard. Yeah, and the only people who didn't like it really were kind of the diehard people that thought that they were like, yeah. a like chopping Luke's fucking dick off and making him seem like <laughs> such a fucking bitch. And yeah, which is it's fair. Like it's fair. I but we didn't grow up with Luke. Like, no, we we grew up with Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah. So, uh, Rise of the Skywalker, I enjoyed it too yeah. to a certain degree. I think it was more of the, more average for me than anything. But I liked Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the scenes and some of the the again some of the set pieces i was just like this is fucking just beautiful mm-hmm. i had i finished mandalorian and i enjoyed mandalorian a lot i, I actually really enjoyed did you, it did you enjoy it because of the show or just because of baby yoda i i thought baby yoda was cool and i was actually kind of fed up with baby yoda i, I i'll say it's, i watched mandalorian recently like beginning of this mm-hmm. year like that recent and it's been out mm-hmm. for almost a year and a half so I, all that hype was getting on my nerves, to be honest. But uh, Mandalorian, I did enjoy. Uh, and then I want to watch Boba Fett and Obi-Wan um, and some of the other stuff. And I remember watching the cartoons, too, the Clone Wars cartoons and stuff. So, I mean, I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of continuity that they're adding in from, the, like, with the Ahsoka and some of the other characters they're bringing in to have their own show. So I, I, I think they're really well-written and pretty solid shows so far, at least with Mandalorian, I really enjoy it. And some of the, the, the new trilogy, I enjoyed it as well. I'm hoping Obi-Wan and... Boba Fett are fucking rad. I want to enjoy it. I yeah, like I mean, having stuff yeah. to enjoy. <laughs> if you if you like the Disney shows that have been released so far, then yeah, you'll probably like these. But that's where I differ from you. Like I haven't liked anything that's been put out on Disney really. Other people say that Daredevil's really good, and I haven't watched that because I just don't care about that yes, shit. But I, maybe I, I'll check that. I out. I would back well because it wasn't a Disney Plus thing. It was a Netflix thing, and it was meant oh, to be. Right, com- okay. It was meant to be completely different. Uh, in that universe, essentially, like they talk about the stuff that happens in the Avengers movies and all that, but there's no like mm-hmm. direct line. It wasn't until recent that they're like, "Yeah, this is in that same universe," and they confirmed it with. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the new Spider-Man? Nope, haven't seen any okay. of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. There's some confirmation in there about Daredevil, which is great. Um, but yeah, Daredevil, I think, is the most brutal of of mm-hmm. of, of anything when it comes like the fighting. It's really well done. It's gruesome. There's some really cool, like insightful stuff because he's a lawyer, so you get to learn a little bit more, and you got to you get to see that you know it's not like with Batman you see Bruce Wayne and you get Batman, and you either get one or the other. This one you get mm-hmm. Matt Murdock and you get Daredevil. You get a very good evenness about both worlds. Essentially, it's really good. And there's three seasons of it. Uh, seasons one and season two are are in continuity. Like season two happens immediately after the end of season one so it's it's a continuation season three you kind of if you want context watching some of the other shows does help um mm-hmm. but ultimately you kind of pick up where matt is in season three and it makes sense but it, it's it's fun out of all of the netflix series they did daredevil punisher jessica jones uh luke cage and iron fist daredevil easily is everyone's favorite for a reason like and then the guy who plays I, him I, I thought everybody loved punisher he gets introduced in season two of Daredevil, and that's where mm. the initial love was. I think John Berthold plays him phenomenally, and his show was really good too. But Daredevil sets the bar and sets the standard. Like this is how you should do it. Luke Cage is good too. I liked it, but it's more. Uh, it's got Mahershala Ali in it, um, and he plays the bad guy in that. And he he it he's fantastic. He's a motherfucker in that show, which yeah, has kind of got me he... excited to see him as Blade. Yeah, I think the only one out of those shows that I watched was The Punisher. Yeah, and as as far as I'm concerned, every like Mandalorian was the only show that I could enjoy at least a little bit. I didn't think it was that great, and I think yeah, a lot of it revol- revolved around the hype for Baby Yoda and shit like that, which is yeah. fine. I mean, he's he's cute. 
I get it, but it doesn't mean the show's great. Uh, but there was there was some good writing, and typically whatever John Favreau's uh, attached to tends to be pretty good. I agree. So I I like him. Have you ever seen Chef? Uh, yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, I love that. Film. Yeah, it's one of my favorite yeah. movies too. I put that in my top ten for sure. I I, I love that movie. Just yeah, I think I like he's. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, not as much as I used to, I guess. But um, yeah, I I I just think that you know Disney's dropped the ball with pretty much all that shit, and yeah, I don't. Not a fan of the new Obi-Wan shit. It's weird. It's just weird. Like, when Ewan McGregor's on screen, you're like, yeah, he still plays a, a good character no matter what he's in. He's still a great actor, and yeah. it's believable. It's just the writing that is kind of shit. And any time that anybody else is on screen, it's like you're watching a different show. Like, the shit just doesn't make sense, and a lot of the acting's fucking horrible. Like, whoever plays Reva uh, is uh, just a not good actress and that whole the whole drama situation going on with that and how disney's handling that is pretty fucking hilarious i think it's uh, really it's just, hard to like you have to i feel like you have to know so much of star wars that's why i kind of like going into it blind i'm just, I mean, I'm you just don't, watching a show you don't necessarily have to know so much like i i'm not a star wars fan but i did grow up with the trilogy and there's some nostalgia there and um but yeah, I'm not like a super fan, and even I'm like just this show. Just the show itself just sucks. The writing's bad. My Obi Wan right now. Just not. Yeah, and yeah. it's just not. It's just not that entertaining. They have like, a lot all. of cool characters, and I've heard I've heard good things about Boba Fett. Um, I heard I that his watch... character was was he's a cool character, so everybody obviously um, loves what he does. But there's well, a... the actor apparently said he hated it. Like, yeah, the writing was yeah. He's like, then Boba Fett would never say this. He would never do this, and oh, the wow. actor was uncomfortable with it. So, which was interesting. But so I, I only watched. It. I do too. Yeah, I respect uh, that take. Is always I don't know. It's a tough one to kind of criticize. But I watched two episodes of that, and I, and my wife fell asleep ten minutes into the first one. So I was like, all right, all right. yeah. Like I'm not really feeling it either. So I feel you. I guess. I, that's why I'm kind of going into it more. I guess as 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 casual as I can because I, honestly. I try not like I like playing the Star Wars games. Like we played, uh, we played a lot of it on stream for it was like a good duration where it was like free somewhere, and we, me and all my buddies were playing Battlefront, and it was a lot of fun just having these big thirty-two player versus thirty-two player like team death matches with you know stormtroopers. It was a fun time. But yeah. other than that, like the universe is cool, but like I just feel like a the community and the fandom stresses me out. Just you know, at least with Marvel, like I have my own version of things obviously but i also don't feel like we're as vengeful as some star wars fans like some fandoms like star trek and star wars just really like are powerful communities i just don't want any part of so i try to go into it extremely casual try not to really give opinions on it and i might get criticized for some of the things i've said about the new trilogy who knows but i mean i do think the universe is cool i just i don't really care too much you're coming from a different spot yeah and they can't get mad at you for that like I'm yeah. not a Star Wars nerd either. I don't fucking care. I just try and look and see if it's a good show. It's yeah, got good writing, good acting, good plot, good storyline, good pacing. Those are the things that I look for, and I haven't found them yet with any Disney show, really. Yeah, um, that's why I think you would definitely a little bit. If you liked Punisher, I do think you would like uh, Daredevil. It was okay. Yeah, it's all right. If you know, if it was an enjoyable, like the there's what's that one scene where he's in the gym uh, and he's whooping everybody's ass with like the fucking weights. I was like, this is fucking gross. Mm. That I it is, it's shit like that. I just need it to be entertaining. And if as long as did you, you watch, can keep me engaged, I'm in it. Did you watch Reacher? No, you. I think you mentioned that to me, and I think yeah, you said it's on Amazon. Isn't it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. 
Okay. You got to watch that shit. It's a great show. I still need to watch the new season of The Boys. Uh, Definitely. And get into that because I've heard nothing but good things about wait. it. I'd wait. Like, if you haven't started it already, just wait till it's all out. Because, yeah, the, the every Friday shit is fucking annoying. Yeah. I, well, I don't mind that. And you, for, that and you forget everything. Like, it bothers me because I forget everything. And then they do the precap and I'm like, okay, I kind of remember that. And then like, I'm just back to square one with every episode. I like, I like binging to a certain degree well, I don't, but I, just, I don't I, even binge that much i'll do two episodes a night yeah yeah, yeah. typically that's kind of what so we did with stranger like, things was like one or yeah, two episodes a night but you're still on that story you know yeah. it's it's not enough time that goes by where you're like oh fuck like what's happening you know you're still it's close enough to where you can still understand what the fuck is going on you can remember where you left off yeah but uh, one a week I, I think mean, it's going back fucking, to the normal cable bitch. Yeah, yeah that's what they're trying to do and emulate that hype <laughs> fuck all that because i mean they're smart though because they can prolong the series and build hype about it every single week and, and draw it out because i think was, i don't see that but i'm not very you know well no every like uh I'm trying to think of a good example like well moon knight when moon knight was out like it would they would do every wednesday so every wednesday you'd hear hype about it or tuesday there'd be hype about it on twitter or whatever talking about what everyone's fan theories are and this that, and the other so you kind of you draw a lot of attention on a longer period of time to one subject matter um, and you know, it makes people stay on Disney plus longer. If everyone could just binge everything in one day, I mean, it would probably wouldn't see that many subscriptions to Disney plus. So I guess from a marketing standpoint, oh, you, you, gotta, you, you for sure would. Yeah. They would just subscribe, watch their show and then unsubscribe if they were smart. Cause that, but they want to keep you on a recurring payment plan. They want you to pay $10 a month every fucking month. I guess. Yeah. But it's, they're having trouble with that. Unfortunately. Plus like, yeah, as like a normal streaming service too, like they rarely put new shit on there rarely yeah as whenever of right they now, do it's usually ass they're doing um uh, i think it's in july there's like a disney version of like comic-con that's happening or something and that's because usually marvel will go to comic-con and they'll unveil their next phase and talk like hey these are all the new shows that we're gonna do this time they're not they pulled out of comic-con they're not doing anything they're doing everything with like a disney con or something something similar where they can have a showcase and they'll talk about new phase and they'll probably talk about some more star wars stuff They'll probably have more trailers, that kind of thing. So hopefully they do drop a lot. But I will say the the shows that have come out, at least on the Marvel side, I've enjoyed thoroughly to where they're I'm, I'm looking forward to starting Miss Marvel tonight. And uh, I'm hoping that they set up everything perfectly. And I'm hoping that they keep this going because I was really skeptical about them doing TV shows. And they so far on the Marvel side of things, it's been really interesting to see other sides of characters that the movies can't really explain when you have so many fucking characters. Loki is a good example. You get to see a different side of Loki than you would in uh, the movies. Or uh, what was yeah, it? Uh, WandaVision, Moon Knight. Rather not seeing though. Like that's that's the problem, right? That a lot of us have is them taking like a legacy character or, you know, the person that you're there to watch the show for and then kind of destroying them as a character with the writing to prop somebody else up. Like that's what that's what I saw anyway with the the female version of Loki or whatever. It's kind of what we're seeing with the Obi Wan thing that's going on right now. I mean, it's it's happened like it's happened so many times, and it's yeah, it's just a bad way to do it. Like write your own show, be confident with it, introduce your new character, and run with it. Don't attach somebody's name that you know people are going to come watch the show for, and then fucking wreck the character yeah. just so you can introduce somebody else. That's fair. Like, that just. I just don't like that that way of doing things, but I don't know. It is what it is. All right. Well, that is our episode today. This is me and Eric's solo date. We this was a good date. <laughs> uh, 
Shout out to to to, to the boys, Dennis and uh, Marshall. You can follow Marshall at Chiplet Six. He's usually on the podcast. I think he was just a little out. He just did a 24-hour stream, and if you want to catch that, or check out his streams. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Dennis is on Instagram at whatitis98. Show him some love. And if you want to watch Eric, Eric streams over on Twitch. Does fantastic YouTube reactions and a whole bunch of really cool music stuff. He's shaking his head no. I like your hat. Your hat's cute. Uh, at Echis Cult, uh, EQ, You're responsible for that, by the way. CVLT. Yeah. Uh, and then you, I'm streaming on Twitch. Uh, new schedule. I just posted uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm on Twitch. I'm on YouTube. I'm stressing. Play the outro. Pain. Hey. <laughs>